What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the DE Podcast. It's definitely been a while, um, but me and Akinridge are back, um, and we have a lot to talk about. We have some recent NBA surprises. Honestly, we haven't had a podcast since like the, the very start of the NBA season, um, and we're about a month in, so um, we're going to give a little bit of an update on how teams are doing. Um, we have a little bit of a surprise midway through the podcast. Um, so it's going to be great. Um, so I think Akinridge, we can, um, we can get started. Yeah. So there's a lot of, obviously a lot of crazy stuff that's happened in the NBA. The entire season has started since we had, I think our last podcast was like mid October. So I guess we'll get right into it with first our biggest surprises for the season so far. So I guess I'll ask you first, Daniel, what do you think your biggest surprises are? I mean, when I was doing this, I didn't think too much about it. I was kind of in a rush. But then I looked at what you said, so I'm kind of thinking about that. But um, for me, honestly, the Bulls and the Suns, um, obviously, in our last podcast, we discussed that the Bulls are going to be something big this year. Um, and I didn't think, you know, it would be like number one, number two. And I think right now, um, you know, yeah, like they're, they're number three in the East right now, tied at number two um, with Miami. So honestly, the Bulls in Miami, like I expected them to be somewhere like midway, you know, like six mm-hmm. seed, seven seed. Um, but now we see them like at the top behind Brooklyn, who obviously is at the top. Um, and then we have the Wizards, the Cavs. Um, but overall, um, for the Suns, um, the reason why I'm surprised about them is not because, you know, they're bad and I and they're good. No. Um, the Suns started one and three, and I didn't have the confidence that I had for them at the like right before the season was going to start. Um, but yeah. ever since then, they've won every single game, <laughs> um, and they're thirteen and three or fourteen and three, excuse me, number two in the East, thirteen game winning streak behind um, the Warriors, who are fifteen and two, maybe a seventy three nine season. You never know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean. Um, I think that a conference final series between the Warriors and the Suns would be awesome. Maybe Bulls Nets, that would be really cool. Um, but, um, but yeah. Yeah, so my biggest surprises are first the Cavs, which is pretty – I think I don't think anybody expected them to be 9-9 nine and nine after almost 20 games in the season. I mean, Evan Mobley, Darius Garland, and Jared Allen have just been so – have such good years this year. They're all averaging, like – career highs and points obviously Mobley's a rookie but still like he's also at the top of the rookie of the year list and then Garland and Jared Allen have are having career years they haven't even had Colin Sexton who is out for the season with a meniscus injury oh and yeah the, I didn't even know that oh dang <laughs> yeah he's gone he's gone for like oh, the entire God. season did he get injured during the season or before well he was a little bit injured before the season and then he got injured um I think like in the 12th game or something. And then, then he was supposed to get surgery. And then I think they just declared him out for the season. So he's completely gone, but the Cavs are still pretty good. So yep. I did not know that. So that's interesting to know. Yeah. And then another team, obviously the Washington Wizards who on the off season, they traded Russell Westbrook to LA, which we'll get to later. And then they got Kyle Kuzma, Kentavious Caldwell Pope and Manchez Harrell. Yeah. And so far in the season, it's pretty obvious who won that trade, and it's the Washington Wizards because they're 11-6 and six right now. Kyle Kuzma and Montrezl Harrell are also having career years. 
and they they just look really really good, which is so weird. Yeah, I mean they're doing great. They they they. I mean they've had impressive games. I mean they did have a tough loss against the um the Hornets yesterday, um, but I mean overall they're just a, you know like like you said like it was surprising um, how they're just coming out. Um, obviously, I can imagine a lot of people are doubting them just because of, you know, the whole Russell Westbrook thing and Kaha, you know, you don't have a star player. Um, Bagley Beale is their star player. Um, they, they've had impressive wins this year. They beat the Celtics. They had a win against the Hawks. Um, I mean, they're, they're beating good teams. So it's not like they're having an easy schedule. Like, they, they lost to the best team of all time, the Raptors. Um, <laughs> They beat they beat the Bucks. They beat the Cavs, who are one of the best teams right now in the league. Um, you know they, yeah they, um, yeah that's all about. I can say they beat Miami too. So um, yeah, it's, overall it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird too because Bradley Beal is only averaging twenty three points per game exactly. on like forty two percent shooting, but they're still they're better. It's it's really weird. Like he doesn't have to go off every night for them to even get a win anymore. Yeah, exactly. And there's actually uh, the Warriors also, but we'll talk about the Warriors later too. Um, but yeah, I think um, moving on, I mean, I guess this is more of me talking, um, but it, it's how, the, how are the Raptors doing? Um, I mean, I'm actually, at the beginning, I already gave up because we went one and three, <laughs> and I thought it was going to be like a 181 season. Like, oh, oh good. We're just going to move on to next year. I'll just be like a Nets fan for the year. Uh, no, but the Raptors, they start out sluggish. I mean, they lost to the Wizards, but obviously nobody thought the Wizards were going to be that good, even in the first game. So I thought it was kind of a bad bad loss. But we went one and three. We went on a humongous five-game winning streak and just take it in that I think we were um, six and eight before Siakam came back, and then Siakam came back. Um, and that was all without Siakam. So we went on a huge five-game winning streak, beating the Cavs, beating the Wizards. Uh, I forgot who else we beat, but we Indiana twice, the Magic. Um, but then we started losing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but now, but now we're eight and ten. I mean, honestly, it's better than what I thought it would be. I mean, right now, I mean, we're not in like an impossible spot, but I think, I think we're not in a playoff spot. But we're currently twelfth, where, where we were last year. But. Um, I mean, it's really close, and obviously it's the beginning of the year. Like, between us and the sixth seed, it's two games. So, I mean, it's really close to the beginning of the year, but if you wanted me to put my actual input, I think it's pretty good. Um, Scotty Barnes is number two on the rookie list, uh, rookie of the year race. He's averaging 14.6 points, um, three and a half assists. Um, you know, he's averaging eight and a half rebounds. So he's doing good for a rookie for sure. Um, I did not expect him to come out like this. Um, I just remember when when you, they drafted him over Jalen Suggs <laughs> and you posted that video of yourself like so mad at the Raptors. And now he's actually pretty good. It's just yeah. so funny. Yeah, the, the, I think the video is still on the podcast Instagram. Uh, you, you can probably go check it out, I'm pretty sure. But, yeah, I remember I was so sad because Jalen Suggs was like, Obviously, in college, everyone thought that Jalen Suggs was better and all that. Um, so I think that um, Scotty Martin has been really good, so not disappointed anymore. Um, and yeah. <laughs> um, well, moving on, we're at. So today, actually, we have a sponsor. 
um, I got into contact with them. So I'll talk about that. So um, Pure Hockey um, is an online hockey gear shop with 50 plus shops worldwide. Um, they have pre-sale Black Friday deals, um, which means you can take an extra 25% off of all items. They have hot new products from Bauer and they have Pure Rewards, which means if you, if you have to pay a small amount of money um, on the website to get money off of all gears, I think it's 25%. Um, they also sell NFL and NHL gear. It's weird. They sell football gear on a hockey website. But um, if you are an NHL fan, you can get your gear here. Um, and it is www.purehockey.com. That is www.purehockey.com. Thank you, Pure Hockey, for being our first ever sponsor. Yes, let's go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, moving on, um, I think, Ignorance, you can probably start with this one. Um, who are the title contenders so far this year, in your opinion? Oh, for me, easily, the title contenders this year are the Warriors, the Suns, and probably the Nets. Those three. And I guess I'll just go down the list. The Warriors, they are just amazing. Once again, they're 15-2, and two, which is crazy. As you said before, 73-9 season might happen. Maybe. Um, they beat the Lakers. They beat the Nets, and they beat the Bulls. All of them have been pretty comfortable wins, if not blowouts. And they have a top – their top five in offense and defensive rating, just like when they were winning their championships all, uh, in the past five years. And this is all without Klay Thompson back, which is just insane. Like, and it's James only, And James Wiseman, but more Klay Thompson than anything. Like, yeah. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins – Jordan Poole and the rest of that team, it's just so – they're just so good. It's its so weird because think about it. Last year, they didn't even make the play uh, playoffs. And now they're by far the best team in the NBA. So it kind of just shows like one year and a little bit more health and better roster construction can basically flip you completely from the bottom of the league to the top. Yeah. Yeah, I mean um... – I mean, definitely Warriors, Suns, Nets, Bulls. I know it's kind of standing-wise, like what I'm, like the Warriors, Suns, Nets, Bulls, but I do think that all of these teams make the playoffs, no doubt. Um, I would love to see them face off. I said, I said it earlier, Warriors, Suns, Nets, Bulls, that'd be crazy. Now, I think the button, if, if you wanted to get an early, an, uh, an early championship opinion, I think the Warriors would take it. I mean, you, they've, they've played the Bulls and the Nets already um, once. They beat the Nets by 18 just about a week ago, um, they beat the Bulls a, like a week and a half ago by 26, <laughs> which is insane. Um, but honestly, something that I saw, I noticed, I didn't put this in, but something that I saw um, last year that, I, that I'm not seeing this year is, you know, obviously Steph Curry, Steph Curry, um, but it doesn't feel like he's caring too much anymore. Um, I'm a Raptors fan, obviously, and I watched the Raptors-Warriors game. We held Steph Curry to 12 points. And they still destroyed us because Jordan Poole had like 33. Um, so honestly, I, th- I remember, I actually remember before the season started in, a, in one of our podcasts, we, we looked at the roster thing. This seems pretty useless except for Steph Curry, Draymond Green. I don't know. Maybe they're going to be eh, something. But we have Manha um, Jelica, who's been, you know, exceptional. Um, we've had Draymond. We've had Kevon Rooney, who's had a big impact. Damian Lee. Jonathan Kaminga has been doing great for his rookie year. Andre Godal has been doing great. Gary Payton, the second, came out of nowhere. Jordan yeah. Poole has been having great performances. Um, Juan Toscano has had, you know, 
and Andrew Wiggins, of course, has, has had a humongous improvement from last season to this season. Um, so, you know, if the Warriors keep it up, um, then hopefully Curry will get a ring and hopefully he'll win his first finals MVP, which is kind of crazy to say. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, as you said about like, the carrying thing, I think it was the Raptors game, right? Andrew Wiggins also had 32 points, while Steph Curry obviously didn't didn't go off like he usually does. So the Warriors have a lot more depth this year, which is just crazy to think about considering what their roster was last year. And the fact that players like Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, Kevon Looney all have stepped up in the place of Klay Thompson and for Steph Curry also just shows that if they continue to do this, I think, as you said, it's going to be a pretty easy path to the title. Maybe the Nets can challenge them, but I, I don't see anybody really challenging how good their offense has been and how good their defense has been this whole year. Yeah, and, and like the Bulls, I mean, it's one game. Like, it's been in the playoffs before. I remember um, back like a year and a half ago in quarantine, I watched the last dance documentary, you know, Michael Jordan's road to winning six titles. Um, there are games when he got destroyed in the playoffs. Like, they played – I think it was in 96. They played the um, Supersonics, I think it was. Um, and they and they were up 3-0. The Sonics destroyed them in both game, game five and game six. And then they came out and won, um, or game four, game five, and they won game six pretty in a close game. So honestly, one loss can't define the entire, I guess, overview or opinion about a team. You know, the Bulls have been looking great. Um, and it didn't look like they played well against the Warriors. Um, so, and Curry went insane. So um, imagine if they, they defended, locked up Curry, and, you know, and now the other guy have to do their job, which they've been doing pretty well, but you never know what could happen. Um, so honestly, I actually kind of want – I kind of want a Warriors Bulls series because if Kyrie Irving's not going to come back before the season's over, I just don't think it's, it's going to be like, exciting. Um, I mean, the Nets are a good team and all, obviously, 13-5, three-game winning streak, but against the Warriors, they don't have a big chance of winning. Yeah, I don't – I just – like – the entire point of the Nets was to have three scoring options and three different people to be able to really push them against the league's top. Like, they want it to be a very top-heavy team with a solid bench. But then once you lose Kyrie, you have KD, who's obviously going to give you what he's going to give you. And then Harden, who honestly, he's been a little bit more streaky over the past two years than when he was in Houston. So I think he's still getting adjusted to that second role. And without Kyrie, I just... I don't know. I don't really know if they can really challenge the Warriors. And yes, they have a pretty solid bench. Lamarcus Aldridge has been pretty great for them this year, uh, and so has uh, Patty Mills. But the Warriors just—they seem to do everything slightly better than the Nets. Yeah, just like more efficient, more smooth, honestly. But yeah, um, moving on, um, I will start off with this one. We'll give our thoughts on the LA Lakers. Um, they're currently nine and ten. Um, they've had a few disappointing losses with, to the Thunder, and the Blazers, and the Timberwolves. And obviously, they lost to the Thunder two times, where they're up by a lot, and then the Thunder came back and took the dub. Um, honestly, at this point, I mean, I it's it's really early in the season, but if the playoffs were to happen right now, I don't. They're not championship contenders. Um, I think that. Well, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs, really. They would be in the play-in. Yeah. I so think bad. that the way they're playing right now, like no offense to all, all the Lakers fans that are watching, but I think that it's going to be like a play-in tournament 
maybe, maybe I said lose, but maybe win a play in the plan, maybe lose. But again, it's the first quarter of the season. We can't say much yet, but if the players were a certain amount, then, you know, that'd be the result. I don't think the team chemistry is there. Um, I think they're, um, I, this is kind of a strong statement, but I said that they're kind of, they're worrying too much about signing good players instead of putting puzzle pieces together, but you can kind of see that, right? Because yeah, Russell yeah. Westbrook, he's not doing the best. They're, they're, like, obviously, we just said, the Wizards won the trade um, because they got two two guys from the offseason that everybody thought they're not going to do good. They actually, they're, they're, they're probably doing better than Russell Westbrook's doing right now. Um, so, honestly, I think that um, they don't have the championship defense that they used to have. Um, and, you know, I don't, yeah, the team chemistry. What I mean by putting puzzle pieces together is just the chemistry. Like everybody coming together, having the same ideas, you know, offense, defense. This is the game plan. Let's go and execute it. And it doesn't even matter if they're old or not. It's not because they're, you know, they're the oldest team in the league or something like that. You can see LeBron, he's doing what he's doing at 37. Steph's 33 and he's doing what he's doing. So it's crazy. But um, anyways, I still think that um, they're not doing as well. LeBron was injured. Um, and like you said, they're five and three with him and four and seven without him. So, um, I mean, LeBron is a big piece. Um, and maybe a little bit of their season not doing well is due to him being injured. But, I mean, I just don't think they're doing that well. Like, they lost to – the Thunder two times, like, it's just crazy. Because the Thunder are, like, 6-11, and 11, which is not bad. But then they're the Rockets, who are 1-16, with a 15-game losing streak. <laughs> um, so that's better than them. But, you know, they, you cannot lose to the best teams. Even the Raptors don't lose to those good teams that way. Yeah, yeah. So I think the puzzle pieces thing was a really good point because, like, Russell Westbrook just does not fit on this team well because he honestly he just can't shoot the three and maybe even the mid-range he just he's not good at shooting at all so when you put LeBron, AD, Russell Westbrook and like Dwight Howard on the field uh, on the onto the court who are all (laughs) who are not like LeBron is almost league average AD is below Russ is below Dwight Howard is actually shooting like 74 percent from three (laughs) but he's only taking like five attempts but my point is that there's not a lot of shooting for the Lakers, and their their spacing is just so off because they really only usually in their lineups when AD is not at the center, they usually only have like Taylor Horn Tucker or Avery Bradley or one or Kent Bazemore, just one player that is actually a pretty decent three point shooter, and that just makes it so much harder to score in today's NBA. And on top of that, like having Russell Westbrook and LeBron is like almost. I would call it useless on this at this if you had them on the on the on the floor at the same time because LeBron is just like a more efficient, better shooting, better uh, playmaking version of Westbrook. So it's like when LeBron is on the floor, all all Russ can do is stand to the side and wait to try and get that three point attempt, which he's more likely to miss than make. So it's hey, just you, it's such a what? No, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, it's it's so weird. Like, I don't know why they traded for Westbrook. They should have traded for Bradley Beal or Buddy Heald, who were both guys who are more off-ball. They shoot the ball way better than Russ does, and they would fit with LeBron and AD way better. Like, I would have just – because, like, think about it. LeBron is LeBron, and then AD is, like, Chris Bosh. So why not get someone like Dwayne Wade, right? But, that is I a mean, good point, yeah. I don't, I don't really know what the Lakers are thinking. 
even in 2K, I, I cannot shoot with Russell Westbrook. <laughs> so it's so hard. Like, I can't. <laughs> um, but um, moving on, um, we've had some recent events. Um, Acorns, you can probably start off, but the Pistons Ooh. and Lakers had a brawl between a rookie and the GOAT, O'Brien James. Um, very weird to say that they've had a brawl because O'Brien, O'Brien, you know, O'Brien is not that guy to be dirty. Um, and I don't think he really meant it, but he, maybe he did. Um, but Isaiah Stewart just, you know, he stood up like that. But, um, yeah, go, you can yeah. start again. So, I think it was just a weird situation. So, like, LeBron and Isaiah Stewart were boxing each other out on the free throw. And I think Isaiah Stewart just, like, pushes LeBron a little bit forward. So, LeBron is like, get off of me. And, like, elbows him in the face and then pushes him away. Stewart just kind of is kind of calm at the beginning. He's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. And LeBron's like, hey, are you okay? And then he, Stewart just starts bleeding because obviously LeBron elbow and then smack to the face just caused a, a lot of blood to come down. And then once he, I think he felt that blood or whatever, he just started to go crazy. Like he had to have like the whole coaching staff, Cade Cunningham, everybody had to just hold him down to stop him from attacking LeBron. And LeBron is just like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it, you know. He's trying to be all pacifist. And so then after that, Stewart's like, yeah, okay. And he walks away. He looks like he's just going to go to the tunnel, going to go take a shower, get ready, go home. And then he suddenly just charges back onto the court, <laughs> breaks through like five coaches, throws Caden Cunningham to the side, charges at LeBron. And then it was only because the referee grabbed him did he not get to LeBron. And then they secured him again. And then they walk him off again, again, and again. And then again, he goes back again for the third time. He charges at LeBron. And it was just so weird that he did it so many times. It's like he kept doing it. And then the announcer in the arena kept saying, like, I request all fans to stay in their seats. Please do not leave your seats. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was definitely another malice of the powers. It was so funny. Yeah. yeah honestly, said, it's just, it's so weird that LeBron was involved in a fight. Yeah. He's LeBron. Yeah. LeBron's never involved. But, any, but I mean, honestly, I thought it was going to be Malice in the Palace all over again. Um, for, Isaiah, for Isaiah Stewart to be challenging LeBron and a little bit of Russell Westbrook like that, you got to give props to him in a way because he wasn't afraid to challenge him. Yeah. Because a lot of the guys like Michael Jordan, like so many people were afraid of him. I don't think it was the right way to challenge him. Like He should have just challenged him with his game. But obviously he got elbowed, so he kind of, had his own right to go after LeBron like that. But, I mean, listen, LeBron is not, like, LeBron is not dirty. Um, but Isaiah Stewart, I mean, instead of being this, uh, actually take the bet, not, not dirty, but that's what people think of him now, maybe a little bit dirty. But he was actually on my fantasy basketball team, and I accidentally drafted him, but then I traded him for Kyle Kuzma. So I'm doing great. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's – oh, one other thing about this – Isaiah Stewart actually on Twitter, he tweeted, he said at King James, and then he wrote December 28th, and then with like the looking eyes emoji, because the Lakers and Pistons are playing each other on Saturday. So it's just going to be so funny. I'm waiting for that to see what happens because they're, they're both going to be there. on November 28th. Yeah. It's, it's going to be really, it's going to be such a weird matchup. Oh, that, that's, but that's, I'm still ready uh, that's for it. Sunday. Yeah. That's Sunday, but I'm just, I'm so ready for it. It's going to be, it's just like, Imagine another brawl happens. <laughs> That'd be funny if like LeBron just like doesn't play and says that he's taking a rest. <laughs> <laughs> just so he doesn't have to 
deal with Isaiah Stewart again. I mean, it was just so random. Like, I remember I was on my phone, and I was actually looking at my fantasy team, which, which has Isaiah Stewart and LeBron James on it. And then I was like, oh, let me go see how many points both of them have. And then on SportsCenter, I see, oh, LeBron James and Isaiah Stewart have both been ejected for a brawl against each other. And I was like, what is going on? I just lost so many fantasy points. I was like, what? So two most random people. It's like, I did not expect out of all people, LeBron James to get in a fight and to get ejected too. I thought they wouldn't eject him. And then they actually did. Kind of, so it's kind of honestly respect to the referees for ejecting him because a lot of times people say that the refs just favor LeBron and they just, you know, they give him a free pass to do whatever he wants to complain and everything. But the fact that they rejected him or, or ejected him, not rejected him, shows that <laughs> yeah, they blocked him. Yeah. It shows that they actually like they have standards, they're not just like, oh, yeah, you know, whoever, whoever uh, is a star could just have do whatever they want. Yeah. So I mean, crazy situation, but I think one thing that's even crazier is definitely the MVP race for this year. And, Daniel, who is your MVP pick so far? I mean, for me, definitely Curry. Um, I mean, the things, that, the things that he's been doing are amazing with these high-scoring performances and, and not even just helping offensively, and def- but defend- not, not helping just offensively, but also defensively on the defensive end. Um, but also KD, without Kyrie, it's definitely harder for the Nets. Um, but he figured out a way to lead the team. Now they're the f- best team in the East, I guess. So it's a great start. But I think I think overall Curry, I think as the Nets, everybody expects them to do great. Curry doesn't have like a sidekick yet. We'll see when Klay Thompson comes back. But, you know, Steph Curry doesn't have a sidekick yet. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's those are, those are my thoughts right now on the MVP. Yeah, I think it's pretty easily Curry because – I couldn't even go as far to say as it might even be unanimous just because, like, he's having such a crazy season. He has the best record. He is second in the league in scoring behind Kevin Durant, but only by 0.1 points. It's 28.5 points for KD and 28.4 points for Steph. So they're really, really close. Then he's playing very efficiently. He's shooting over 40% from three, over 45% from the field. And he has the most three-pointers in the history of the NBA through 15 games. So if he continues to have like this type of season where he breaks Ray Allen's all-time three-point record, where he scores the most three-pointers ever in a season, gets the number one seed, maybe even breaks like the 73-9 and nine record, you never know. Um, I think it's really big trouble for the rest of the league. And he will easily get his third MVP. And actually, on a side note, like if Curry wins MVP and then possibly a championship and a final MVP – do you think he'll be a top 10 player of all time? Ooh, that's a toughie. Ah, maybe, maybe. Because, like, think about it. He has four rings, three MVPs, a lot of All-Stars, so many All-NBAs, um, one Finals MVP, all-time three-point leader, best shooter ever in the NBA. I think yeah, like, that that's probably. really close. How many – how many three pointers away is he? I don't know, but I just know he's like he's pretty close. I think he can do it this season, if I'm not mistaken. Wait, is it um the most three pointers of all time? Yeah, most three pointers in a career, and he's like played only half the games that Ray Allen has played, and he's so close. Yeah, he's crazy. um he is 
55 three-pointers away. Yeah, so he'll easily get that. And, like, if, he, if I just think about, like, who's near the bottom of the top ten, like, Will Chamberlain, I would think, for me, and maybe, like, Bill Russell. I honestly think Curry has, like, a better – maybe not Bill Russell, but Will Chamberlain. Curry might have a better resume than him. And, like, also Hakeem. I feel like Curry – because he's, he's going to – he could have four championships. And that automatically can, like, boost you up to more than most players. Plus the MVPs and the one finals MVP. Obviously, if he had more, he'd be, you know, a lot stronger. But yeah. one is still pretty good. And um, I don't know, just best three-point shooter ever. I think that's enough. I think he might just be, like, number 10. But I think he could crack it. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have one last thing for today. It's actually a little bit different. Um, we are going to be reviewing our fantasy basketball teams. Yes, let's go. We've been talking about it so much. Um, I just brought it up today when we were talking, and um, I just thought that it would be really cool. Um, so I can go with my team easily. So we're, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're one and now. We're losing by 300 points right now, but anyways, we're one. <laughs> we're, we're one and zero. So my team is actually pretty good. Um, so my starting lineup is Steph Curry, D'Angelo yeah. Russell, LeBron, yeah, I heard Julius he's okay. Randall, and Andre Drummond. And then on the bench we have Kemba Walker, Kristaps Porzingis, Scotty Barnes. <laughs> of course Woody, and Kelly Oubre Jr and then on the reserves we have Clay Thompson Duncan Robinson and Kyle Kuzma so when Clay Thompson comes back I'm going to put Clay Thompson on the roster yeah. um, but we won our first one by a lot I can probably I don't know if I can see but we, yeah we destroyed the other team by like 700 points because his team sucks but we're losing. We're losing by a lot right now. We're losing by a yeah. He has like the guy has like Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton. Like his his players play every night. He has Lamelo, Malcolm Brogdon, Norman Powell, Jonte Murray, Carl Anthony Towns, Alonzo Ball, DeAndre Ayton, Carmelo, Jeremy Grant. So he has like a really good team. What's your team? Okay, my team. Okay, so I've been having we've been playing a little bit longer in our league. Um, I'm currently one and three. I'm not I'm not very good right now, but I'll explain why. So okay. my starting lineup currently is Tyrese Maxey, who's the Sixers point guard, Bradley Beal, LeBron James, um, Laurie Markkinen, because Tobias Harris is injured, but usually it's Tobias Harris. Okay. And then Jared Allen, okay? And then for my bench, I have Norman Powell, Nikola Vucevic, Isaiah Stewart, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Jay Crowder. So my team is not bad, but so bad. <laughs> we're, we're not great. No, no, here's the thing. Like, you would not expect Tyrese Maxey to be good, but he's actually really good in fantasy. Like, he gets – he's one of my top scorers because – he just gets a lot of assists, and he scores a lot of points now. Like, he's not a top player in the NBA, but he's a top fantasy player. It's really oh, speaking weird. Speaking of injuries, LeBron is uh, – I think LeBron is suspended today. No, he was suspended yesterday, actually. He, okay. Because he played the Knicks yesterday. So he, it says he's day-to-day right now. 
He should be playing today. I Hopefully he doesn't sit out because I really need his points today. Um, I, I put Kyle Kuzma in the starting lineup just to make sure. Yeah, I think it's to be like a game time thing. He'll probably... He'll oh, probably it says he's questionable due to an abdominal strain. Again? Oh, my God. No, please, LeBron. I need LeBron to play. I literally well, I, I traded I put, Draymond I'm, Green I put, I put LeBron and Shai just Alexander for him. I put LeBron in injuries at reserve, so I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, I traded I traded Shai Gildas Alexander and Draymond Green for LeBron and Jake Ryder. So if LeBron doesn't play, that trade just doesn't work out. And I basically gave up Draymond for nothing. Yay. <laughs> but here's the thing. My team is just – they're pretty good. Like right now, I'm – I'm losing, but only by 10 points, okay? So, I should be fine. But I've just been so injured. Oh, Every I'm getting, player like, has been injured. I'm getting smoked, so you're good. <laughs> Every player has been injured. LeBron injured. Um, Jared Allen, he had, like, a, he had like a sickness that wasn't COVID, and he was out for 10 days. Uh, Bradley Beal, he was out. Wait, do, do you put Clay Thompson to the injury reserves? Yeah, the guy – I tried to trade for Clay Thompson. I tried to send um, Jake Crowder for Clay Thompson. Bro. <laughs> to Jake my friend. Jake Crowder. Who won Jake Crowder for Clay Thompson? Because Clay yeah. Thompson is injured. So I was like, Clay's not going to play. So why don't you just, you know, give me the trade? I put LeBron out for Kyle Kuzma and then Clay Thompson's in the injury reserve. And I, I want to get one more player. Kyrie Ir- my- Irving is on the market. <laughs> you should pick him up just in case. Put him on injury reserve. Oh, Jordan Poole's not. Jordan, I'm adding Jordan Poole. Okay, we have Jordan Poole on my team. Let's go. Oh my God, there's this. Wait, one I put guy. Jordan Poole on my team. Let's go, yo. Let's go. <laughs> Jordan Poole's on the team. Let's yes. go. There's this one guy in my league who has who has Lamelo Ball, Damian Lillard, Paul George, Drew Holiday, Kyle Lowry, and um, CJ McCollum. Like he he's crazy. He's four zero right now. Like, I, I wish I had that do you, do you put, like, the days that people play games, do you put them in for the guys who aren't playing? Yeah, I put – yeah, I switch the – you have to switch the lineup basically every day. Yeah, okay. I don't do yeah. that. But no, I, <laughs> then you just lose points. If yeah, you know. I know. I'm doing that right now. All right. <laughs> Actually – Looking sharp. It's so you know fun. who I really want? I want Jokic. Jokic is so good. I had Jokic. I actually had – wait. Is it – Actually, I'm, I think my old, my old, um, I'm going to log out of this because I have my old fantasy team and I honestly rage, rage, rage quit on it because I was doing so bad. Um, <laughs> but I actually want to see because I might still have it. I didn't delete. I don't, I don't, I didn't know how to delete. So I just, I just logged out and I never came back to it, but I might still uh, have my team. It's weird that we're doing this on a podcast, on the podcast, but you know, it's, no, no, it's, it's basketball related. Wait, this is oh, this is a diff. This is my team right now. Okay, I gotta walk out of this. Yeah, but I had Jokic on my old team. I actually forgot my roster. Actually, I want to go check it out because I had an account with two rosters, and uh-huh. one of them was doing really good, and that I randomly picked, and one of them was doing really bad that I like, manually picked. All right, mm-hmm. let's see. So we have Team Danny versus Mary Jane, <laughs> and I'm one in. I'm. Oh, I think I won one and I tied one. We're down by 200 points right now, but my roster is – yeah, this is a team that I picked. It's actually good, though. Chris Paul, Anthony Edwards, LeBron, Anthony Davis, 
Nikola Jokic, Jalen Green, Andrew Wiggins, Miles Bridges, Harrison Barnes, Scotty Barnes, Kyle Kuzma, RJ Barrett, and Clay Thompson. That team is really good. You have Anthony Davis and LeBron. That's great. Like, Anthony Davis is so good. Yeah, but we're one and one right now. Um, really? We, 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 we got destroyed in our first game, and we, and, and we won our second. And then my <laughs> other team is losing by actually like, – we're winning actually by – oh. We're we're one and one as well, and this is a team that I I didn't I didn't join the draft. I just picked it. It's mm-hmm. actually actually it's not that bad. It's De'Aaron Fox, Shai Gilgis Alexander, Brendan Ingram, Cat, Terry Rozier, Jaron Jackson Jr., Jalen Suggs, D'Angelo Russell, Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., Brooke Lopez, Zion Williamson, and uh, who is this guy? Sadiq Bay. Oh yeah, you know what? Zion has a, actually one thing like. Zion hasn't played this season yet. It's so weird. Like, oh. oh, that's so true. Like, apparently, I was reading about it. Apparently, he's, like, too overweight to play. So, they're scared that he's going to get injured. <laughs> like, that's why he hasn't <laughs> played. But it's, like, such a weird reason, right? Because you would think, like, a professional basketball player could would have, like, trainers to get him in shape or something. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, he got injured. And then he got really overweight. And now they just don't play him because they're scared <laughs> he's going to get injured again and he's not shaking. That's so sad. I, I honestly think that – I think the Pelicans should trade him. He's too overweight to play. That makes so much sense. Did you watch the um, the Mountain Dew commercial where he was with Zach Levine? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he looked so overweight. And then Zach Levine looked like built. Yeah, because he, I don't think he's played, like, actual basketball for a few months now. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what the I like fuck. We're just like, you know what I'm going to do once we finish this podcast? I'm going to make another fantasy team on this account. So I, can, like, I can grind it out, you know? Um, it's, it's so weird because I was actually reading about this yesterday. And apparently, like, Zot, like he's supposed to get a contract extension at some point, right? Because he's already in his third year. But they haven't because he hasn't been playing. That's and he's just – honestly, the Pelicans kind of really wasted um, wasted their draft. You know what I mean? Wait, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he posted something on Twitter, and he said, you won't believe me, but yesterday a kid just told me to try dunking my Oreos in milk. Man, game changer. <laughs> yeah, this is so funny. I saw it. Yeah, I'm Bleacher Report. That's the funniest thing ever. Yeah, he didn't know. He didn't know what like dunking Oreos was. Dunking it's Oreos. So funny. Man, game changer. <laughs> yeah, I just post the funniest. I actually had Twitter and then I deleted it just because I'm, I'm thinking about re-downloading it because I actually like Twitter. It was pretty good. Giannis is like, I like Giannis, but the Bucks are not that good this year. Yeah, I mean, I th- well, I think wasn't um Drew Holiday out? I think Chris Middleton was out. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, it was Chris Middleton. Then he came back recently. But Giannis is averaging 26.9, 11.9, and 6.0. So he's actually not doing bad at all. Yeah, but like he was. Remember when he was averaging like 30 points per game for those 38? two seasons when he won the MVP? He averaged 30. 30. Oh, 30. No, no, 38. I was like, what? <laughs> then he would be like Michael Jordan season. No, but he averaged like 30 points per game, and he was really, really good. And then, I don't know. They, they won the championship last year. So, I guess the, I, if I was Giannis, I would just like sit back this season, 
relax a little bit and then really get back into it next season. Yeah, Steph Curry wouldn't do that. Steph Curry would go for the back-to-back. That's true. Steph Curry had the chance of winning five straight finals, actually, if you think yeah, about it. It's so weird. The, the tweet that I just talked about, it got posted 16 hours ago, and it has 200,000 – it has 110,000 likes. Yeah. Because like Giannis is so popular. Popular. He's no, but like, like he, he his other tweets have like 17,000, 20,000, 5,000. Like he doesn't get many likes on his tweets, even though he has 2 million followers. It's like, <laughs> yeah. My Twitter account had one follower. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day you'll get to the Giannis one, status. One day. Know, it, you know, it's, it's like my Instagram. Just take time. You'll get 10,000 followers and you'll, just, you'll live life. Exactly. You gotta build it up over time. Exactly. Oh, the the Nuggets are on a five game losing streak. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Weird. You know, some of these teams, I did not like. The season is so different. Like the Hornets are the fifth seed, and then the the Hawks are the eleventh seed. <laughs> then like the Lakers are obviously the ninth seed right now, and then the Mavericks are. A fourth seed, and Luca didn't even play for like four games in a row because he was injured. It's just so weird. Like, but the Rockets are one in sixteen. <laughs> they the are one in sixteen. <laughs> they've lost fifteen straight. They're own eleven on the road. <laughs> They're one in five at home. Oh no! They're own ten in their last ten. Who did they even lose to? Wait, I want to check. I they lost. They got. They lost. They got blown out by the Grizzlies, who were only like. Eight and nine or something. That's just sad. They won. They won their second game of the season. Then they lost. They lost to the Timberwolves by eighteen. They beat the Thunder by thirty-three. That's impressive. Then they lost. It's not that they're getting destroyed. They lost to the Lakers, Mavericks, and Celtics by ten. They lost to the Jazz by thirty-one. Okay. <laughs> they lost to the Lakers by two. They lost to the Suns by twelve. They lost to the Nuggets by one. They lost to the Warriors by 13. They lost to the Pistons by 8. So it's not like they're even – like, there are a lot of games where they're – the Pistons. Oh, my God. Yeah. There, there are games where they're losing by a lot, but then there are games where it's, like, super close. So you never really know. Yeah, but they literally just got blown out by 18 to the Celtics. So it's not like there, – there, exactly. there were some destruction yesterday. I don't know if it was the Rockets, but somebody, some team got blown out by, like, 50 yesterday. Or is, really? it, or is it the day before yesterday? I think it was a <laughs> Oh, well, the the Pacers beat the Bulls by thirty-two. The Bucks beat what? The, the Bucks beat oh the. Oh my Mets. god! Yeah, the Pacers beat the Bulls by thirty-two. The Bucks beat the Magic by thirty-one. <laughs> then, bro, I can't find it. I remember. Oh, the yeah, there's a lot of thirty-point blowouts, but. Oh yeah, the Raptors beat the Warriors by fifty-three last season. I will always remember that game. It was so chill. It was so nice. 53-point victory over, over Curry, even though Curry didn't play. It's all good. <laughs> Isn't Curry play. your favorite player? Yeah, he is. So, that, but you still don't care that he, you're just happy that he got blown out? No. I mean, I like Curry and everything. Like, If the Raptors get eliminated, the Warriors are my second option because of Curry. Oh, okay. <laughs> bandwagon fan? I'm not a bandwagon. I'm a Raptors fan. Okay, but why do you like Seth Curry? 
I mean, I've, I've my first ever NBA game that I watched like on TV was Warriors Wizards, and Curry dropped like fifty that night. It was like, uh-huh. No, it was it was um, it was Warriors Knicks in the Garden. Remember when Curry dropped like fifty four? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, that was the first game that I watched on TV, and I just remember and I liked him so much. I just like, I have to. Do it. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, this was a. This was great. We had a we had a good recap of the season. We bragged off our fantasy teams and talked about everything else. Um, so yeah, guys, make sure to if you're on YouTube, make sure to like the video, subscribe. If you're on Spotify, make sure to throw us a follow, download the video. I did not tell Agamers just, but we are going to be opening up the podcast on Apple Podcasts, also, and then so- we're we're also going to get some Instagram, just some shorts maybe some updates make sure to go follow our instagram um and yeah guys with that being said it is daniel and aikermage and we will see you guys next time